Greetings, Earthlings. Today I'm back with a review of a brand new microphone from a company that is absolutely shameless. That microphone being the Behringer BX2020, or is it BS2020? I think it's BS2020. If you are interested in this microphone, it will cost you around $60. Like always, I'll throw some links in the description down below. For this review, I have the microphone running directly into the Focusrite 18i 22nd Gen. My gain is set at 2 o'clock. I'm recording at 24-bit, 48 kilohertz. I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may have to boost it a little bit in post, so check the doobly-doo to see what I diddly did. And now let's talk about what comes in the box. Of course you are going to get the microphone. You will get a hard microphone mount as well as a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter. You'll get a zippered storage pouch and some documentation. Then as far as the build quality, I really don't have any complaints about it. It does have a metal body, it has a metal mesh grill, which does not have any give to it. There are no buttons or switches as we move around the microphone, it is a very bare bones microphone. The bottom has an XLR port which is backwards, but to most people that won't matter. And if you care about the manufacturing location, this mic is made in China. Then as far as the specs of this thing, it has a cardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz, a sensitivity of around negative 37 dB, a self noise of 20 dBA, a max SPL of 144 dB, and an impedance of 100 ohms. Now I'm spinning around the BX2020 to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. We'll continue around the microphone to 180 degrees. Here's what the rear of the mic sounds like. Continuing around to the second 90 degree angle. There we go. And then rotating and ending at the front of the microphone. Now let's see how well this microphone does at rejecting plosives. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Now I'm right on top of the microphone to demonstrate the proximity effect on this thing about three inches off of the microphone and here is how it's sounding about one foot away from the microphone now we are two feet away from the microphone and here we are about four feet away from the microphone i need to get this area checked out this is just getting strange now i'm typing on a keyboard with gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up and for all the super cool gaming folk out there, now I'm typing on the sad W keys. Here is how the microphone sounds in a well-treated room. And here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated room. Now to see how well the provided mount isolates the microphone, I'll go ahead and tap on the desk so we can see how much of that noise it picks up and then I'll tap on the boom arm. And to be as thorough as possible, I'll go ahead and tap on the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies. And now, like we always do, we're going to do a quick comparison between the Behringer BX2020 and a bunch of other microphones that are available on the market so we can see how this microphone compares against the competition. 
Like always, we'll start on the mic that we're reviewing. This is the BX2020. I am about six inches away. My gain is at two o'clock, and here's how it sounds. And first up, we are on the Neewer NW700, a $20 XLR microphone. I am six inches off. I decreased my gain to about 11 o'clock because this mic is so hot. And there you go. I think I clipped when I said hot. No matter. Let's go back to the Behringer. Back on the BX2020 again, and here's how it sounds. Make sure to check the lower third to see how much I boost each of these mics, and let's jump to the next one. Next, we are on one of Behringer's older microphones. This is the C1, which is a $45 XLR condenser microphone. Six inches off, gain still at two o'clock, and there you go. $45 versus $60. And 10 years old versus a month old? I don't know when the BX2020 came out. A year old. Let's go with that. Here's another quick sample of the BX2020 so you can hear how it sounds. Let's jump to the next one. Now we are on the Mackie EM91C, which is a $60 large diaphragm XLR condenser microphone. Six inches off. My gain is at 11 o'clock. I may have turned it down a bit too much, but... Here is how this sounds, $60 versus $60. Which one do you prefer the sound of? Let's jump back to the Behringer and do more tests. Yep, another really quick sample because I want you to be able to hear the microphone. Here's the BX2020. Let's jump to the next one. Now we're on the Neat Worker B, which is a $90 XLR condenser microphone. I am six inches off. My gain is at noon or 12 o'clock. I'm having to adjust the gain a lot in this comparison, but pay that no, never mind. I will notate all of that in the lower third. This is the Neat Worker B, 12 o'clock, six inches off. There you go. Next microphone. Another very quick sample. Who could have thunk it? This is the Behringer BX2020, six inches away at two o'clock on the gain. Next microphone. Now we are on the MXL V67. This is a $100 XLR condenser microphone, six inches off, gain at two o'clock, and here is how this sounds. I don't think I need to say XLR condenser microphone. Every single one of these is an XLR condenser microphone. Oh well, this is the MXL V67. Let's jump back to the Behringer and do more tests. I hope by now you have gotten the picture. You've seen the pattern. We're back We're back on the BX2020. Here's how it sounds. Check the lower third, and let's do some more comparison versus series things. And now we are on the microphone that the BS2020 appears to be hearkening back to, if I can say that. This is the AT2020. Six inches off, gain it to a clock. This is another $100 microphone, and here is how it compares against the BS2020. Let's jump back to the BS2020 and do more comparisons. All right, we're coming up on the end. I think this is the BX2020, six inches off, gain it to a clock. Let's go to another microphone, and then we have a few more, maybe one more, I don't know. Next, we are on the Blue Ember, which is another $100 microphone. I am six inches off. Gain still at two o'clock, and here is how it sounds. Blue's offering versus Behringer's offering. Which one do you prefer? Let's jump back to the Behringer and do a couple more comparisons. 
BX2020 again, six inches off, nothing has changed. Enjoy the sound of it, listen to it, understand it, and let's go to another microphone. Now we're on the AKG P120, no high pass filter, no pad. This costs $105, I believe. And six inches off, gain it to a clock. Check the lower third to see how much I boost each of these in post. And there you go. AKG P120 versus Behringer BS2020. Let's jump back and do one more comparison. And I believe this is the final mic that we're going to be comparing it against. But right now, Behringer BX2020. Let's jump to the last microphone. I know some of you already know what it is. And finally, we are on the Neumann U87AI. This microphone costs $3,600, industry standard. This is for context and because I think it's funny. I am on the cardioid mode, no high pass filter, no pad, and gain is at 11 o'clock. And here is how this microphone sounds compared against the Behringer, the Behringer. Which, which of these microphones did you like the best? Let me know in the comments down below, and let's jump to a bitter song that I wrote for the music test. It's not that I hate you, it's that I don't care what you have to say Because I think you're dumb Now to be clear, this isn't about anybody in particular, it's more about the internet as a whole Because, <laughs> sorry internet, but most of the time I just don't like you very much, you kinda suck Conclusion time though Okay, I don't know if there is any other way to put this, but I am getting so sick and tired of Behringer's sh**. But first up, let's talk about the pros, and I guess it would be that it's affordable. It's more affordable than the Audio-Technica AT2020, and the model number is the BX2020, which makes me think that I'm getting the AT2020, but for cheaper. That's how it works, right? It's affordable, that's really the only pro for me. And then as far as cons, I think the sibilance on this thing is a bit too dominant and piercing sounding. I also thought it did a pretty poor job with ambient noise rejection, and it didn't do a stellar job with plosive rejection. Then as far as my overall thoughts and opinions of this microphone, on the electric guitar, I do think the lows and mids are pretty unoffensive and workable. The low mids did get a little bit overpowering, but where we start to run into issues is the top end, especially when you're doing lead guitar. If you get to the upper register there, it can really start to get piercing and quite stabby sounding. Sounded like I was getting stabbed in the ears a little bit when I got to the upper register of the guitar. So personally, I wouldn't be reaching for this microphone for that application. 
Then on the acoustic guitar, I think the top end makes it sound almost too alive. When I'm strumming on the strings more aggressively, it almost becomes painful hearing the pick against the strings. I really hated it for the more aggressive playing. But then when I laid back a little bit and played a little bit more subtly, I do think that over-exaggerated boost in the top end and the control in the low end does lead to a pretty usable tone. So if you are going to be using the microphone exclusively for soft playing, I think it might work. But if you're doing more aggressive or more dynamic playing, probably not going to be something I'd be reaching for. Then for singing, it's the same thing again. The lows and mids are perfectly fine. It's not going to win awards, but it's nothing offensive. It's nothing that's going to be too difficult to work with. But then you get to the upper end, and the boost there makes it sound a bit too artificial. Also, you have the issue with the sibilance getting a little bit stabby and piercing this really hate how that sounds. So for singing, again, not something I'm going to be reaching for. And lastly, for spoken word, I think it lacks a bit too much body because of the roll-off they do in the low end. The midsection, again, nothing offensive, nothing great, but nothing terrible. And then you get the top end, which is a bit artificial. And the main issue I hear for spoken word is the sibilance. That will get very grating over long periods. So if you are going to be doing VO, probably not going to be my first recommendation. And to wrap up, would I recommend the Behringer BX2020? On principle alone, no, I would not recommend it. And what I mean by that is, I think it's so disingenuous for Behringer to name it the BX2020 because it seems as though they are trying to trick consumers into buying the BX2020 when they are intending to buy the AT2020. When a kid goes to their parent and says, I want the AT2020, and then they go to Amazon and say, I don't remember what that was, and then they see the BX2020, then they get tricked into buying it. To me, that's what it seems like they're trying to accomplish, and based on that, I can't recommend it. But even if that wasn't the case and they named it something original, I still don't think I would recommend it because in my personal opinion, I do think the Mackie EM91C is a better sounding microphone. Yes, it is darker, but you don't have that painful top end to it. It also has a more robust low end, which you can fix in post with a high pass filter if you don't want it. With this, you're not going to be able to add it back in. And being that they are the same price, I would personally personally opt for that Mackie over the Behringer. But if you can save a bit more money for your purchase, which is what I would recommend you do, I do think the Neat Worker B, the MXL V67G, the Blue Ember would all be infinitely better microphones than this and would treat you better and last you longer as well. All right, I think that's going to wrap up for today. But Behringer, please, for the love of the few things good and holy left in this world, Come up with some original model numbers, please. Stop this nonsense. It's not a good joke. It's not a good meme. And it seems disingenuous. Stop it, please. All right. If you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. If you hated it, big old thumbs down. If you want more videos, subscribe. Logo down beneath me. And you could be one of these people over here. These are amazing people who support the channel by joining $5 or more. Or going to Patreon. $5 or more. I love them. They help me make these videos. That's all I've got for you. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I will talk to you next week.